Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Now I'm going to be singing that song the rest of the day. Thank you, Carl Middleman. You're welcome. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Uh, One of the big stories this week out of the region has been the sighting of a mountain lion that was apparently injured down in uh, Franklin County. Uh, Out in Franklin County, maybe I should say. And that shocked a lot of people. Well, apparently it's a little more common than you think. News Channel 5 covered it. Listen to part of their story. We know that mountain lion was hit by a car right here off of Highway 100. We then know that the lion went somewhere off in this direction. But as far as where it went to after or if it's even still alive remains a mystery. I'm 65 years old and I've been here all my life and I've never heard of a mountain lion. Randy Hake couldn't believe his ears after getting a phone call from his brother Monday night. He said uh, there was a mountain lion hit at the top of my driveway, which is... Hake came outside moments after it happened. I saw him laying on the road briefly, and then I saw him run down the road. The mountain lion ran away. That's when the Missouri Department of Conservation ran toward it. There were several of us from the department that um, conducted a search on a field that was adjacent to the highway where it was hit. So they're still looking for that mountain lion, to the best of my knowledge. But we have Dan Zarlinga with us, media specialist on the St. Louis region for the Missouri Department of Conservation. Dan, let's talk about that lion. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine. Any any of uh, any updates to that uh, story? Yeah. Well, so not a lot really. Uh, just to kind of recap things a little bit, you know, we had that uh, had the mountain lion struck there in Franklin County. At uh, Highway T and Old 100, it's just north of Villa Ridge. This was two, uh, Monday night. And uh, agents got to the scene. By that time, the lion had already gotten up and uh, moved off. Uh, it was apparently stunned for quite a while and on the pavement for a bit, but was able to get up and run away. We did not find it. We searched that night. We searched again the next morning, which would have been uh, Tuesday morning, and we did not find it then either. So the status is right now, it appears that that animal was able to get up, move away from the scene, a good distance from the scene, beyond our range of being able to search for it. So it's still out would there you, somewhere, as far as we know. Dan, would you say that uh, that uh, these animals are, are, are pack animals? I mean, shouldn't there be more than one? I mean, if you're going to see one, shouldn't you see a family of them or cubs or something like that? No, actually not. Mountain lions are pretty solitary, so oh. uh, they do not run in packs or groups or anything like that. Now, if it was a female, would have cubs. Yeah, she'd be around her cubs. But as far as uh, you know, being in a group, so just because you see one does not mean you're going to see another. It's not like deer. Um, they're pretty uh, pretty uncommon in the state. 
Um, we have, so we, we keep a track of all confirmed mountain lion sightings. Confirmed means we actually have evidence, a photo, fur, body, or something like that. And uh, since 1994, so we're talking about like one on 30 years, we've had right around 100 sightings that were confirmed, and that's statewide. If we look just specifically in the St. Louis region, uh, which is St. Louis and the surrounding counties, our first sighting came in 2011. It was a game cam in Chesterfield that captured one. We had one struck in on the road on I-70 in 2017, and then wow. we have this one. So that's three in about, what is that, 11 years. So about once every six years, we're averaging it so far. So, so that's how common they are. So, Dan, I, I have to ask, do you get false alarms? When I mentioned this on my radio show this past week, the phones rang off the hook. And uh, I, mm-hmm. one lady who answered, lives down in Jefferson County, said they spotted one sunning itself in their neighbor's backyard, called the Missouri Department of Conservation, mm-hmm. who didn't, they, they said didn't take them seriously at first, but came to the house and physically saw it. That would have been about 15 years ago, roughly. I, I, it's, it's what she told me on the radio. Regardless, do you get false alarms? Uh, people think they see a mountain lion, but it's not? Yeah, we, we do, and that's most of the reports end up being false alarms. Um, because it's very easy, and you'd be surprised what people have false alarms over. Sometimes it's dogs, sometimes it's domestic cats. Uh, once in a while, it could be a bobcat. And so one of the things that we do, like especially with photographs, we get a photograph, it's blurry, it looks like it might be an outline, maybe not, we don't know. What we'll do is we'll go to the scene, uh, and we actually have a mountain lion response team that, that's trained in, in investigating mountain lion sightings, Ooh, and they'll go to that the scene. Cool. It is, <laughs> yeah, and and they have they have actually have cardboard cutouts that are life size cutouts of a bobcat, a domestic cat, a mountain lion, different things, and they will put that. They'll look first of all. They'll look at the photograph and the site to confirm that it is indeed taken on that site, uh, and secondly, they'll put that mock-up animal in the same spot and try to see to compare the size and and it's very easy even as a large house cat can be mistaken if you're at a distance the lighting isn't good the angle isn't right you know your imagination is getting a little wild with you you can mistake a lot of things for a mountain lion so most of them are are false alarms but obviously we do have some that are confirmed and the incidence of overall statewide of mountain lion confirmations does seem to be increasing over the years. Well, we got uh, Dan Zarlinga is our guest from the Missouri Department of Conservation. And, you know, a quick Google search says that uh, the mountain lion is rare in Missouri. It was extirpated. Never heard of the word, but I looked it up. Means uh, they pretty much uh, intentionally got rid of them back in the 1920s, so 100 years ago. Uh, so my question for you, Dan, what would be a neighboring state that would be uh, a natural environment for a mountain lion? I mean, I know we're very cavernous here, a lot of hiding spots. Uh, but mm-hmm. would it be Can- would it be Kansas? Would it be Arkansas? So good question. Um, so we have been able to collect certain like when we've had a, like one struck on the road where we actually have the carcass, or we've had some hair. Uh, even been able to get some DNA from some prey kills, uh, even. And the DNA that we've gotten seems to suggest that all the mountain lions are coming from places out west, like uh, South Dakota, Wyoming, Colorado. And it's um, not unusual for young males, and they've all, except for one instance, all the DNA we've been able to collect has been male, okay? Um, it's not unusual for when young males come of age that the 
established older males kick them out and they've got to go looking for territory and looking for mates and they can roam for hundreds or even a thousand miles doing that and so a lot of them the ones that we're seeing tend to seem to be those males that are wandering around just looking for mates and territory and coming through St. uh not St. Louis but Missouri and uh, oftentimes following river corridors and things like that so that's sort of what our data is suggesting now I did say one female we had uh, a couple of years ago we had uh, a predated elk in shannon county that we were able to get some dna from it was obviously had all the signs of a mountain lion kill and they do have very distinct signs in the way they kill their prey and we were able to get that analyzed and found that it was a female so that is does prove that at least at one point at that point in time there was a female in the state that doesn't mean anything else though for sure and all the other ones we have gotten DNA on uh, have been male. Now, obviously, if you have a photograph, you can't tell. But if we've had hair or some kind of genetic sample, we've been able to determine it's always been a male except for that one case. Wow. So they're mostly, are they mostly nocturnal? And the reason I ask is, when I saw that picture of that mountain lion in Franklin County, and I'm thinking to myself, and I deer hunt in Warren County, and I'm out there walking through the woods at 5 in the morning to get to my tree stand, that made the hair stand up on the back of my neck yeah. when I saw the size of that lion in Franklin County. Yeah, so they do tend to be more nocturnal. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Uh, and that's not to say they might not be out in the daytime, but they, they tend to be more skewed toward nocturnal activities. Um, they're very solitary. Uh, they like to actually avoid any kind of crowded human spaces. They don't typically want to be in those kinds of spaces. Um, so they're, they tend to keep to themselves into the more remote areas. Um, you know, is it possible you could encounter one? Well, of course, anything's possible. Um, the, uh, is it possible it could be attacked? Well, yeah, anything's possible. But what's likely is I mean, the likelihood statistically of getting attacked by a mountain lion is lower than getting attacked by wild dogs. So, you know, you're more in danger from wild dogs than you are from mountain lions, basically. Um, they, they tend to be biologically programmed to go after things like deer and elk and things like that. So humans aren't their typical uh, menu item. Um, but, of course, that doesn't mean that you should be, you know, careless if you happen to see one. They're definitely treated with the respect it's due because it is a potentially dangerous animal. And definitely keep your distance and don't try to approach it or anything like that. Yeah, especially if it's injured. Dan Zarlinga from the Missouri Department of Conservation. Dave Glover just texted me and said, uh, how are we doing on the, the uh, Bigfoot sightings out there? Anything, any updates on that, buddy? Well, we've actually had more mountain lion sightings than Bigfoot, so. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I Glover. I on the mountain lion sighting. So I got, you got more chance of seeing a mountain lion than you got of seeing Bigfoot. So that's well, so far what our data would suggest. Okay, so if I wanted to sign up, uh, is there an application process if I want to be on the Mountain Lion uh, Recovery Crew? Uh, that I don't know if we nope. have or not. Um, <laughs> we uh, it's kind of some. They, we actually have to send our staff out of the state to get some training for that. So it's, it's okay. Kind of they, they, they trade and they they learn the signs of how to detect a prey kill. You know, from a mountain lion, the tracks and habits and biology and all that kind of stuff. They they get, oh educated they people dive into it. Yeah, so educated. educated people, I'm out. I'm out. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I, I will. Educated. I will. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I, I will say this much: that uh, it is always interesting when uh, anomalies happen. I, I would call this an anomaly because it's so rare. 
but uh, mm-hmm. it's still kind of freaky. Um, you know, we've got just a little bit here. Can I ask you about the the wild boar issue in the state of Missouri? Is it still creeping north uh, or or not so much? Well, so yes, we had real problems with wild uh, wild boars and uh, feral hogs, whatever you want to call them, and uh, that was a is a it still is an issue in the state, and it was a really big one, but we have uh, joined a coalition of other natural resource agencies like Fish and Wildlife and USDA and, and, all, and some of those folks, and we've actually put the hurt to the wild uh, boar population quite a bit in Missouri. We've done some very systematic trapping and systematic elimination efforts, and those have been very successful. We haven't eliminated them from the state yet, but we've taken a huge dent in their population through these systematic and sustained efforts. And so we are wow. continuing that and hope to see better, even more success in the future. Well, I'll tell you what, I've been a huge fan for many years of uh, what you do at the Missouri Department of Con- Conservation. I, I would recommend anybody go to your site just for information, uh, whether it's uh, plant life or wildlife or fishing or you know different hunting seasons. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it is is really always a, a pleasure to talk to you because you are so educated, unlike myself. So <laughs> thank you very much. We'll, we'll get you on again, okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll get you, we'll get you on again. Yep, Thanks, absolutely. Dan Zarlinga from the Missouri Department of Conservation. For Mark Cox, I'm Bo Matthews, and Carl Middleman, our executive producer. Please share the show, Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, to anybody that you think would enjoy this type of content. Have a great weekend. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 